Welcome to the Broadcast, strongly opinionated since 2015. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into it. Apparently, Matthew McConaughey is joining us in studio. Matthew? Hi, Matthew. How do Hi. You like, how nice. do you like your weed? Nice to meet you. I'm going to eat an Oreo now. Okay, good. Matthew's already gotten into the weed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are the Broad Pod. Formerly Mama was doing this. Well, then let's do this. <laughs> Mama's eating a peach. Mama, dama, ding dong. What are you doing? Eating a peach. Okay. What's up, team? We're back. I'm sure everyone's thrilled about that. All of our one listener is thrilled that we are we're we're doing a division of the broadcast. Previously on Red River Radio, we are now a podcast. It's called the Broad Pod. Yes, you get to listen to us talk for a while. And Even we'll, longer than before. Yeah. That's right. And we're gonna play no music for your enjoyment. <laughs> no, just our beautiful voices. Oh, we're going. one sultry hour <laughs> and it's gonna be exciting yippers it's gonna be a similar to what we did before we're gonna have we're, st- we're gonna still talk about what happened in the news this week in the world of feminism we're gonna have some current events yes <laughs> also current events and then we're just gonna have theme shows we're gonna we're gonna talk about feminist issues yeah let's tell them what today's theme is i'm real excited about it beyonce <laughs> we're Bay. stoked yeah and there's a lot going on there's a lot to say we're excited to get into it but being at that this is our first show we wanted to give sort of a caveat if you will as much as we were going to be taking this seriously and we like to joke around as well we just wanted to kind of put out there that we we do understand that feminism is a very complicated and multifaceted thing and that we're we don't want to forget that in the conversations that we're going to have on our show and we we know that the personal experiences that we've had shape the way that we see things but we really hope that we take a point of view that's representative of yeah a broader sort of broader <laughs> that was unintentional but um seriously like we we, we understand that there's lot multiple levels to what happens in feminism and we know that we're not experts we're not we're yeah. not experts by yeah. any means and we don't want to offend or exclude people in the way that we're discussing things so we really we really hope that the way that we've been raised and the things that we've experienced in our lives don't affect yeah our points of view too much yeah. even though we know that, that we don't they let will. them bias us yeah. too much yeah. we are, we're aware of it we're not ignorant to that and we just want to make all our listeners out there aware yeah. that we're aware yeah and <clears> at <throat> the same time i think we want to try <laughs> even though our perspectives might not be what we're talking about yeah for instance with beyonce there's you know there's issue um issues of race and other situations and celebrity and yeah her her yeah position and yeah yeah. i mean we we have no place really to be commenting on it but we want to address it in a way that is appropriate i guess yeah want to start a discussion yeah 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 sounds good all right on that note (laughs) 
This episode of The Broad Pod is brought to you by Into The Music. They have new vinyl CDs and DVDs. They have previously loved vinyl CDs and DVDs. They have special collectible uh, vinyl records, CDs, and DVDs. They love people who love music. So head on down to 245 McDermott Avenue. Um, chat about music, maybe buy some music. Um, their hours are 10.30 to 6, Monday to Thursday, 10.30 to 9, Friday, 10.30 to 6, Saturday, and 12 to 5, Sundays. A broad view on current events. So I wanted to bring up um, Ashley Calling Bull. Um, she just won Mrs. Universe. Um, which I just learned is a thing. I didn't know there was a such thing as Mrs. Universe before yeah, this. I didn't know about Mrs. Universe. No, Miss Universe, but yeah, yeah, Miss Universe, but not Mrs. Um, so what's what differentiates Mrs. Universe from Miss Universe? Yeah, do you... Chloe had it, but well, it's... Mrs. Universe, you have to be married. Yeah, first that's of all. right. Um, they take people, women, 25 to 45 years in age. Mm-hmm. Um, you're supposed to have a family, um, your own career, be involved in a significant cause um, that affects other people. And they do state in their philosophy is that um, we believe that physical beauty is just a part of the whole allure of a person. So yeah. I think Ashley had commented on that, um, that unlike in... Miss Universe, was it Miss, yeah, Miss Universe, they don't have like the bathing suit sort of portion in right, the pageantry. Right. <clears throat> so they're not as, not as much of a focus on physical beauty in crowning yeah. a queen or but, Miss, I mean, Mrs. Universe. Ashley Calling Bull is <clears throat> gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's, you know, it's part of the reason why she won. I mean, it is part of the competition, but yeah, she also had done um, past charities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so she is the first Canadian to win, and she's the first First Nations person to win. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really cool. It's um, kind of shining a spotlight, and um, she's definitely using her voice. She's very. Uh, vocal on social media about First Nations issues and mm-hmm. bringing those to the table and um, especially with the upcoming federal election yeah yeah and uh, she she recently had a quote on I, I and this is kind of how I learned about her because I saw this on Twitter but apparently this quote was pulled from Facebook and um, she said really people think I'm too political for my first day at Miss Universe do you really think I was going to just sit there and look pretty? Definitely not. I have a title, a platform, and a voice to make change and bring awareness to First Nations issues here in Canada. I'm getting all this media attention. I'm going to use it to the best of my abilities. I'm not your typical beauty queen. Look out. I have a voice for change, and I'm going to use it. And I think mm-hmm. she was just... I, I, maybe she was a bit surprised by the backlo- the backlash of being maybe so political but I think when it does come down to it I mean she is going to face some adversity yeah Um, well I think she's new to obviously it's new to her being sort of in the public eye um and maybe not new to or sorry not a familiar or comfortable with that sort of backlash but it's not um 
it's like a common thing for celebrities to get involved with issues that they're passionate passionate about because right. they can put a voice to that um, and maybe um, bring some awareness to different things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to watch her um, to kind of see you know how she does with all of this because you know it's it's important. It, obviously, it's in a very important issue. Um, missing and murdered Aboriginal. Uh, women has been in the media for quite some time now and mm-hmm. it's just starting to kind of um, be more and more in the media people are recognizing that wow this is really a big problem in Canada mm-hmm. and um, it, it's always been a problem but it's just being recognized now and I think it'll be interesting to watch her and to see you know just to see her kind of using her voice and and uh shining more light on, I guess, Aboriginal women's issues mm-hmm. and Aboriginal issues as For a sure. whole. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely have to watch how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's one part <laughs> <laughs> of the news segment. Lena, do you want to do? Um... Yeah. Another big story that happened, I guess, a week ago now was the whole Taylor Swift, Nicki Minaj, Miley Cyrus situation. We've all heard about it now. It's been talked about to death. But we really... We want a different angle on it. We wanted to talk about it, yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, we just missed talking about issues when we were on uh, break from the broadcast, so here we are. Mm -hmm. But um, for brief background into this story... When the VMA nominations were announced back in August, Nicki Minaj tweeted from her account. um, I don't have the tweet in front of me. I will. What's the word that I'm looking for? (laughs) Paraphrase. Paraphrase. Thank you. I will paraphrase what it said. Basically, the the idea of the tweet was if you don't have a perfect skinny body, your Mm -hmm. video won't won't be nominated. Now, right. for a VMA, right? for a VM, yeah, for a video music award. Now that is was fair of her to say because critics and everyone was were saying all along that her video for Anaconda was pretty much a front runner to be nominated. And then when the nominations came out, she wasn't nominated, but Taylor Swift was. Mm-hmm. And Taylor Swift saw this tweet and took it very personally very personally Mm -hmm. she replied saying something along the lines of why are you tearing other women down you should maybe talk to the other men nominated in this category if you really want to start a thing about this whole thing and then um eventually they sort of reconciled through through twitter apparently they're they're better now and then the whole issue was brought up again a week before the VMAs when Miley Cyrus, who was the host this year, was asked about it um, in the media. And she said that what my, uh, sorry, what Nicki Minaj had said was rude and not appropriate and wasn't very nice. Yeah. Now, the thing that both Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift missed in this discussion was that it wasn't really about bashing women. It was a racial issue. Yeah. And it was because a white woman with a perfect skinny body was nominated. Not not 
because of yeah mm-hmm. and this is what we were getting into when we were talking at the top of the show was just that there are layers to feminism oh, and they're definitely. complex and mm-hmm. racism ties in with it and there are different levels which is what we just wanted to touch upon yeah. and illustrate with this point was that right that and, was missed and i think that taylor swift missed the mark just because it was like she she was almost um ignorant to her own privilege Mm -hmm. especially within the music industry Mm -hmm. wow yeah the music industry would be a tough industry of course for women yes um but i think you know black women i think have a hard time for different reasons Mm -hmm. you know and um yeah that's a whole that's a whole different discussion i mean yeah yeah and that and like Chloe said that's what we wanted to bring up at the top of the show and why we're bringing it up again now is it's not necessarily because we have the answers to this kind of situation because we don't we we don't we're not coming from the same viewpoint as Nicki Minaj so we can't really comment on it other than to point out that this wasn't a feminist issue it was solely solely a feminist issue that's right it was a race issue intersected with feminism feminism, Mm -hmm. and that's what i think we're probably going to talk about more as our podcast progresses yeah is that we seem to forget that feminism is extremely intersectional there's a lot going into discussions about (laughs) what makes feminism what it is and this example is just one and i'm sure many will bring up but yeah. we don't want to sound biased or politically incorrect or something. Ignorant. Ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we're bringing this up again. And I, I, yeah, I don't know. We don't, we don't have a lot to say other than we cannot forget that this is not just a, a singular issue. It's not, it's not, feminism is not solely for white women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, like with the with the Nicki Minaj and Taylor Swift and then Miley Cyrus getting in on it, which is, like, very interesting. I don't I don't know. That almost seemed a little weird. But, um, like, I don't know why she got into it, like, way later. But with yeah. all of that, I think that, you know, Taylor just missed the mark. I think Miley's even missing the mark. And, um, or missing the point, I guess. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah. in a sense, like, in like one tiny layer i agree i guess with like taylor kind of saying like you know you should be more supportive like that but then it's like i kind of like can see it but then i but then i can't obviously fully agree with it because i think Nicki minaj was just basically saying like this is um it's not about you it's about you know um other body types having having a um, I don't know how you call that, like being present in the music industry. Yeah. So that because women have all different types of bodies, different skin colors, mm-hmm. and just to represent and have di- diversity with the, in the music industry is really important because having one body type, one skin color representing um, an entire human race is just, it's mind boggling. And I think the music yeah. industry needs to be a bit um better with stuff like that 
yeah definitely. not just the music industry i mean all the no, media that's just the example just we're talking about. yeah hollywood yeah just what we see on a day-to-day basis needs to represent what the makeup of this planet yeah yeah <laughs> and that just was an example of our you know everyday sort of pop culture current events and digging into it a little deeper and seeing what's what the issue really is it's not mm-hmm. just a little um divas fighting on twitter you know yeah yeah speaking of people fighting (laughs) (laughs) so we want to talk about her as well because this is a multifaceted issue once again oh my goodness we have some thoughts yeah (laughs) oh my goodness we have some thoughts savar do you want to take us in uh okay yeah oh ronda rusi she uh she has she obviously faces a lot with speaking of body image Mm -hmm. um she faces a lot of different people you know telling her that she looks masculine or she whatever and um well isn't she the only female mma fighter or i I don't know exactly what her title is but isn't she the only woman in her category category yeah she might be i could be wrong on that either way she's the most well-known She's one. She's a name that you could definitely drop in a household, and people would recognize it at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, on the body image, there was just a quote from her that we wanted to play, um, and then we were going to talk about it a bit, right? Yeah. So this upcoming clip has a little bit of explicit language. So cover your kids' ears, I guess. Kids, leave the room. All right. Here we go. I have this one term for the kind of woman that my mother raised me to not be and i call it a do nothing bitch or i call it a, a dnb a lot of the time like the kind of chick that just like just tries to be pretty and be taken care of by somebody else that's why i think it's hilarious like what if people like say that my body looks masculine or something like that i'm just like listen I'm like, just because my body was developed for a purpose other than fucking millionaires doesn't mean it's masculine. I think it's femininely badass as fuck because there's not a single muscle on my body that isn't for a purpose because I'm not a do-nothing bitch. Sabs, you want to talk about the positives of this first? Because, yes, there is I positives. I do. And we're just going to discuss I have our, like a, how we're like torn about this a little bit. Yeah, I, I am a bit torn when it comes to Rhonda because, mm-hmm. like, I love her. But then you know whatever but anyways we'll get into it it's just problematic yeah Mm -hmm. okay so what i do love about this quote is um how she says every muscle on her body has a purpose i do love that it's it's very it's a very empowering statement and especially for a woman like her i mean yes in her profession (laughs) she is built to succeed Mm-hmm. You know, she's built to succeed and she's worked really hard on herself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I love that she doesn't let anyone um, make her feel less than she is. I mean, to work that hard to to be that, you know, built and stuff and then to, to let someone just make you feel ugly or, or unworthy. Or less of a woman. Right. And, yeah. Or less of a woman, you know, is would be sad. You know, and mm-hmm. and so I love that she takes ownership of it and that yeah, she is feminine. And yeah, mm-hmm. like she 
positive body image. You're right. And she, I think, I don't think she, like, I don't know. I, like, people could say, like, oh, she redesigned feminine, like, femininity, right? But, like, what is feminine? You know, it's kind of like saying, what is normal? Like, I think that she is feminine. I look at her and I see a you know, a woman. I don't look at her and see a man. Like, she she is very clearly a woman. And so it's just, like, I love that, you know, she takes ownership of her her looks. I think it's great. I mean, she's, she should. You know, so that's the positive Mm -hmm. of that. Um, Now, the do-nothing bitch. (laughs) I think that one's a little sticky. Yes. Yeah. I tend to agree. When I first saw this hashtag floating around the interwebs and such it it struck me as bizarre to see someone admitting that they were a do-nothing bitch not a do-nothing bitch well yeah yeah, sorry not a do-nothing bitch because then at the same time that means that someone is a do-nothing bitch yeah and that feels like a really judgmental term oh it's very different than like I'm a boss ass bitch. Because yeah. Because then you're just a boss. A do nothing bitch means there are do nothing bitches. Like what does that, that mean? Like like a stay at home mom is is that a do nothing bitch? Because, yeah. because stay at home moms like the thing is is there's something really empowering of choosing your position in life, yeah. right? So if that's the position you choose, if you choose that you know, you do want to stay at home with your children, raise your children and that's something that you can have control over i mean that's very empowering to to absolutely to to do that so i think to call someone like that and think oh a man takes care of her or a woman whatever um you know it, it it's like to say that oh someone takes care of her to take care of her children is a do nothing bitch is so like it's just it degrades that position yeah it takes away from all the progress we've made as women right yeah to be able to make those choices right and and, I, and in this day and age it, it would be a choice it yeah. would be a choice to stay at home with your children because yeah because it's a hard thing to do out on, right yeah. it's a hard thing to do to have to live with one income you know yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so i don't know i just that term rubs me the wrong way yeah well yeah, yeah. because at the same time i mean you just brought up one example of what yes oh yeah could qualify as a do nothing bitch right depending on who you ask and right. that's what makes it so problematic i think and is it's that very judgy it's like it's she's incredibly... like and she says that people who are sleeping around i guess are sort of are do nothing bitches mm-hmm. like so you, you could easily interpret and judge someone and say they're a do nothing bitch without even really knowing them you know sort of yeah. yeah a term that was meant to be empowering is seems to be just pitting women against each other which like you just said chloe is really taking back all the things that we mm-hmm. all the steps we've taken and like we're going to be talking yeah. about later like uh, in beyonce's flawless she um has a soundbite from chimamanda nozi adiche mm-hmm. a nigerian author um and in her we'll listen to it later in a little bit um yeah. but she talks about how sexuality is another thing so I feel like a little bit in this in her statement in her quote, uh, Rusi's sort of bashing that right mm-hmm. that women aren't allowed to be sexual beings like men are. Right. Yeah. And it's just you know there's layers to it, but it's just like, yeah, 
and yeah and and to you know um beyonce at the made in america uh festival had uh played this clip between songs <laughs> um and so you know people are obviously on either side of the fence about it but i think yeah, yeah like to play it depends i guess how much you because at first listen you're just like you might be like yeah yeah you go girl yeah, yeah. like that's great but then when yeah. you sort of like yeah read into it a bit more you, and you walk like, away you think it, about it yeah and you're, you're like, like nah. wait am i do nothing bitch yeah <laughs> no <laughs> but i don't know it just yeah yeah like once you let it simmer a bit it's the yeah so yeah there were like people on both sides of it that and then they did compare it to um the other soundbite that she had in flawless by the nigerian author uh chimamanda and say, like putting it on the same level as that because those are the only two sound bites that she's really used um yeah portray for like feminism and people weren't really okay with those two being put on the same sort of pedestal mm-hmm. so yeah it was an interesting choice by beyonce yeah it's just the people were saying like like yeah how could you put them on the same pedestal that's really interesting i mean yeah it's true kind of at the same time though I mean, it's it's unfair to go back to pitting women against women. Mm-hmm. It's unfair to compare a woman that her career is to write right. to a woman who dropped out of high school and got a GED. Not yeah. to say that they're yeah. not both saying extremely important things, which they are. They are, yeah. But one maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm making a judgment call right now. <laughs> I probably am, but whatever. I'm going to say it. No, but you should be able to, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, They're going to articulate what they're trying to say in different ways and to interpret that yeah. based, because one is, you know, more vulgar than the other, maybe is an unfair call to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because I'm... Just because one, one is more, um, like, educated or academic. Right. Doesn't mean what they're saying is necessarily more valid. Right. And, like, do yeah. we have context for the clip of Rusi? Like, with, if it was just... You know, somebody it was, but it was an interview her. before a fight, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've, I'm not a mixed martial arts fighter, but I feel <laughs> like if it was before a fight, the last thing I would be concerned about was whatever this reporter just asked me. It's probably yeah. the fact that I'm going to go work my ass off for however long it takes. Mm-hmm. And, and in that context, like... Job. Yeah. And taking that into that context, like a do nothing bitch and she's just like getting amped before a fight, you know? Exactly. Know. Exactly. And then compare that to Chimamanda, whose quote was in a TED talk, which was likely written, written and rehearsed. Thought out. Yeah. 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 So you know what? We have to it seems unfair for people to compare those two when they're from completely different contexts. Yeah. So I mean and there's yeah. Again, there's so many layers to that that you can't really yeah. put one beside the other and say, well, this one's a better example yeah. of feminism right. when it's a totally different context. Well, I'm wondering if um, Rhonda, I mean, I don't know when that interview happened, but obviously it's getting a lot of attention now that Beyonce put it in that Made in America show. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder if Rhonda's going to be challenged on what is a do-nothing bitch? Like, what is that? What is what? What is your definition? What is your mother's definition of what, what that is and what that means? Because I yeah. think there is going to be a lot of women sitting back and thinking, like, wait, does she mean me? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might be a little offended by it and everything. Yeah. 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 Well, she, like, I haven't heard any of that. I mean, Rusi did comment on Beyonce playing her soundbite and everything. She did, yeah. And she was yeah. 
She was pretty excited about yeah. it, right? Yeah. Which is fair. I mean, it's, it's Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, though, Made in America was Saturday. We're only yeah. Tuesday today, and yesterday yeah, was a sure. holiday in these states and here. So, yeah. I mean, we might be on the tip of the iceberg for what might go down with this story. We don't really know. Yeah. If anything goes down, you'll hear about it next week in the oh, current I'm events. Oh, I'm sure we'll talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Hopefully we'll have a recap. Yes, but I mean, into that, I mean, we're talking about Beyonce now, and Beyonce is what we want to talk about for our show today. Mm-hmm. There's a lot we want to talk about. Because lately she's been kind of a, the face of a face of feminism. Just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's kind of just like, I don't know. Like, we talked about what album did we think that all sort of started. Was it I Am Sasha Fierce? Yeah. 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 But her latest album, Beyonce, is like oh, very heavy feminism undertones. Which yeah. Which is amazing. We, meet, we need more content with positive messages as opposed to messages of, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to call anybody out on on our on our podcast because that just seems unnecessary but um i mean i don't know there there was definitely like for example the song that rusi's clip played before at made in america Mm -hmm. was diva diva yeah from i am sasha fierce yeah it's from what year did that come out like 2008 something like that so i mean it's it's get it's almost a decade old at this point and I think that was way before people started talking about it and really sort of mm-hmm. elevating Beyonce on this pedestal of, like, the new wave of feminism or whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah. she's kind of become the face of this new movement. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. it was strategic or not, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting, like, question. Like, is it strategic? I Did mean, she do it on purpose? Yeah. I, I feel like probably not. It could not. be, like... Well, this is what I don't I'm know. I feel like everything she that, does is somewhat purposeful. Well, yeah, That's like true. I think so because crafted. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Like you have to brand yourself, right? Yeah. So like, I think there's Beyonce as like a human being, just like chilling at home with her baby and her husband, and then there's like Beyonce, who's like a public figure and is a brand. Oh, and is yes, absolutely. she's not a human being. She's a brand. Like she's, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, but then she, she's evolved over the years as we've seen her, and I think that's yeah. just where she's at right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, when they were in Destiny's Child, we still had independent women, mm-hmm. right? I There's mean, always been sort of yeah, those like under yeah. But yeah. I think I own be- diamonds, by own ranks. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was gonna drop some jams. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean it's it's not it's not new, but yeah. as Beyonce became more famous, which sort of came after she left Destiny's yeah. Child and was starring in all those crazy movies and stuff that she did. Yeah, she sort of brought her feminism with her, right? Which maybe made it easier for the rest of us to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's been like pretty overt in the latest album, like oh every- yeah, absolutely yeah. feminist everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, which is important, and it's allowed people, like... It's a loud statement. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is, oh, absolutely. But it's allowed people like Taylor Swift and Lord and other artists who maybe wouldn't have originally called themselves a feminist to come out and say, well, I'm not not a feminist, I mm-hmm. suppose. Like, even, yeah. even Kim Kardashian in her uh, feature that was in Rolling Stone a couple weeks back... Yeah. S- ...said that she had, you know, feminist tendencies and right. stuff like that, which, again... 
People are still so afraid They are of that still word. so afraid. I actually it's have a so quote to bizarre. read from Beyonce. Perfect. She said, Lay it on us. Um, so she said, I, oh, I've always considered myself a feminist, although I was always afraid of that word because mm-hmm. people put so much on it. And then she says, when honestly, it's very simple. It's just a person that believes in equality for men and women. Men and women balance each other out. And we have to get to a point where we are comfortable with each with appreciating each other <laughs> so that's her quote she even had a bit of a you know problem with it the word and i guess identifying it has a lot of baggage it. <laughs> yeah it does you know what would have been good saps hmm. if we had read that quote and then just not had this discussion because it just answered every single question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's True. that's very good to know that that kind of stuff is out there yeah especially like you were saying before with beyonce being such a a brand and everything she does is so meticulous oh yeah like the girl won't even give interviews anymore yeah she's found privacy in in celebrity like no like i don't like who's reached that like i don't know like that's crazy she's oprah winfrey like who's like that's crazy yeah like you know she's she hasn't done anything yeah that isn't well, like like you're saying, she's not doing interviews anymore. She's on the cover of the September issue of Vogue. Yeah. If you know anything about Vogue, you know September issue is the one to have because it's like nine. It's the fashion pages bible long, and it's mm-hmm. the, it's like yeah, it's the real deal. Yeah. And, and if you're on the cover, there's usually an interview. It's mm-hmm. usually a very big interview, and it's usually something of you know they're usually doing something very grand to go with the theme of yeah. the September issue. So like. I can't remember who it was, but somebody like went and f- rode elephants for their interview and they did the interview on the back of an elephant or something yeah. like that. But yeah. Beyonce's piece is written by someone else with no quotes or input from Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. There was a New York Times article that came out mm-hmm. um, and it said, Beyonce is seen but not heard. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't tweet anymore. If you look at her Twitter account, she hasn't tweeted since to 2013. So, yeah. yeah. She's she, on what is it tumblr no yes she is has, it tumblr she has uh, the stuff that she puts on tumblr is essentially longer versions of what's on instagram, instagram okay it's very meticulously chosen oh of course and, you, you know, know i bet her like pr team is looking at it oh, before she puts oh it i'm sure she's probably not even putting it <laughs> yeah. up herself yeah but i mean even some of that isn't captioned some of it is yeah yeah but it doesn't mean it's written by her yeah anybody could write a you know 160 word caption and you're done like yeah it's it's fascinating because like you were she saying fascinating. Sabs, no one has reached that level of mm-hmm. privacy while being such a household name i feel yeah. like there's no one on this planet anymore yeah that if yeah. you went up to them and like do you like beyonce yeah they'd be like who are you talking about right and and it's Unless funny yeah a child well, it's like michael jackson that was at a pretty big level like that he didn't yeah. really give interviews or anything because i think also too like a lot of celebrities rely on interviews because of mm-hmm. course it's pubis- publicity and it gets their name out there and and that's the name of the game right you yeah. you want to get your name out there you want to book more jobs you want to like whatever it is you know mm-hmm. and i just think when you get to a certain status, you really don't, you don't need it anymore. So why, why do it? Why sit across from an interviewer who's going to interview you about your husband when you don't want to answer questions about your husband? Yeah, yeah you exactly. Because you feel like that's your right. You, you're, that's your private. Well, home, it is you your know? right. Yeah. yeah. 
So, well, and especially with this new album, if you want to know about Beyonce's married life, listen to the new album. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, she's not shying away from... She makes monogamy so sexy. She's talking about <laughs> what she wants to talk about on her terms. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. you know what? I think it's totally fair. And this is another feminist issue, y'all. You <laughs> should have an air horn every time you <laughs> <laughs> Feminist issue. Okay. <laughs> um, like, Half the show. <laughs> It just is, it seems incredible that, incredible in a good way, that she can do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. she doesn't have to listen to no. stupid interview questions. And like, answer sexist questions. Or, yeah, about yeah. Her, how, do, how do you get in shape to go on tour? Um, tour is an exercise, dumbass. Have you or seen ask her about Beyonce taking care show? of her kids well, or her uh, child while she's like busy on tour yeah. or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Or like, what are you wearing? Like, who cares? A shirt and a t shirt. A shirt and a t-shirt. She's Blood. wearing 12 shirts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, but back to um, the music, okay? So we're going to play a clip right now um, from Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. That's the in the flawless okay. uh, music. And then we'll talk about that. We teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you will threaten the man. Because I am female, I'm expected to aspire to marriage. I'm expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. Now, marriage can be a good thing. It can be a source of joy and love and mutual support. But why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing, but for the attention of men. We teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist, a person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. Right. So there we have that. So I love that. I love her voice. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just put me to sleep. Yeah, I love her voice. Make yeah. you think, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so I what, mean, you were just talking about Beyonce makes monogamy so sexy, and she talked about marriage in this mm-hmm. and how it is true. Like, I don't know. I feel like aspiring to marriage is a thing that's sort of ingrained in in women, especially from a yeah. young mm-hmm. age. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, to playing with your you know toys when you're young and yeah playing marriage <laughs> playing wedding yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean look no further than barbie dream wedding <laughs> to put that one in your in your kid yeah. brain but yeah, yeah but it's something that we're taught to aspire to um mm-hmm. she was talking about sort of the dichotomy between we don't teach that's something for men to aspire to yeah yeah that's true i mean men are taught more to prowl yeah, to have multiple partners as opposed to women who are encouraged to have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a b- bizarre dichotomy because somewhere in there, something's going to fall through. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Just one has strict- to give. Strictly on a mathematical basis. Yeah. That's not going to work out. Somewhere yeah. there's going to be something that goes wrong. But I don't know. I mean, there's it's- nothing wrong with being married. No. Yeah. And like... And also, I love how she says, like, we should be encouraging. I don't know if she says it or she alludes to it, but basically we should be encouraging boys, too, for the same thing. 
because there mm-hmm. is there is um i guess power and partnership right mm. and, oh absolutely yeah and i think that but she's also saying uh she mentioned about like sexuality mm-hmm. and like a woman's sexuality and not to like they can't be sexual in the same way a man can no yeah um, and yeah it's like they have to be sexual for like a different purpose like like the male gaze right yeah right which is kind of like what i was talking about when we were talking about ronda russi's quote and she was Mm -hmm. saying um what was it that she's not meant to her body wasn't made to like have sex with millionaires or something like that yeah 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 so like that's kind of bashing any woman who's seen as promiscuous right or not even promiscuous just like wanting and utilizing the sexual freedom she should be have every right to have i suppose yeah mm-hmm. i mean i don't know if you want to self-identify as promiscuous that's your own jam i mean I'm, nelly Furtado did that and that song was great <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. i love that you just brought up nelly Furtado. man Furtado. <laughs> man we could if we could play that song we get in our uh, canadian content hours anyways um, <laughs> But, I mean, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. Because the one thing that I wanted to point out in what we were talking about before was that even in this quote, there are issues with, you know, the multifaceted mm-hmm. yeah. feminism thing. I'm going to keep saying that until <laughs> people get annoyed and tell me to shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, even in uh, Chimamanda's quote, yeah. we're de- we're we're blatantly ignoring same-sex relationships Mm -hmm. people that maybe don't identify as female Mm -hmm. you know like i mean yeah so we're we're blatantly ignoring lgbtqa etc and so on and so forth and that i mean that's a problem in itself yeah we're also we're also not addressing you know other issues of you know accessibility and disability and so on and so forth there's so many levels to this that even that quote which on the surface seems extremely positive Mm -hmm. there's still issues in what you know we're seeing as an extremely feminist quote so i don't know i mean sabs you wanted to talk about the different the different facets of marriage and so on and yeah i wanted i wanted to like bring up the quote and like actually deconstructed a little bit yeah because well we were talking about how boys aren't encouraged to at least as much as much i mean i guess i guess in some in some cultures they are yeah i mean again we're now blatantly ignoring um you know cultures where you know arranged marriages and things like that are the norm and um that's i mean Again, now we're now. But even then, people. like a lot of that is, it is still um, in those cultures, uh, more forced upon the women yeah, to get well, exactly. married right yeah. away. Yeah. So there still is that connection. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, like in here, when she says, like, we teach women or we teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. Um, and. And she was also talking about, like, ambition and, um, you know, how women should be competing not for sexual partners or for the male gaze, um, that they should be competing for, um, 
like jobs or yeah whatever that kinda, it's going profession. into like the economics of it like yeah. don't lower yourself because you're afraid that you're going to be you the earning a higher wage than someone that's going to like sort of lower your pool of available men or anything like that right because mm-hmm. yeah because that can scare off some guys if oh or, absolutely you know. yeah but then you don't got to worry about those guys you know yeah <laughs> I mean, don't even worry about them. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just keep moving. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, gang. I feel like that was a really good conversation we had. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good first podcast. First podcast. We're glad to be back. Broadcast podcast. Broadcast podcast. A little bit different. A little bit different vibe. You get to hear our terrible voices for longer. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. You get to hear us spew opinions. Yeah. A lovely songbird voices. <laughs> Only you, Chloe. <laughs> Only you. So, yeah. I mean, we're excited. We're going to have nine more episodes for you. And then... They're we're a surprise. Because you don't know what's coming. We're not sure what's coming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We have no idea what's happening. No, we know what's coming. Oh, we're, we're fine. Planned. Yeah, we're good. And, we're good. Uh, yeah, so we're excited for that. We're going to be back with the broadcast regularly scheduled on red river radio once we're done doing our podcast so don't forget about us there we're not totally dead in the water we'll be back <laughs> so in the meantime like hit us up yeah at, at our twitter account we're at the broadcast rrc we're still tweeting and stuff we have a facebook page where the broadcast rrc on there as well yep. like that because pretty we much love the only it when you like it well we do love likes but you know that's that's what it is. We love likes. There's not. There's really nothing <laughs> we more to that. Likes. We love. <laughs> we like watching that number grow because we're really, really, really vain like that. <laughs> and uh, while we're at it, um, yeah, this is Red River Radio. If you're listening to us on iTunes, that's awesome. Thank you for downloading our podcast. Podcast. But um, yeah, listen to other great content on Red River Radio. Our uh, it's always streaming live at www.radio.rc.ca. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash backslash Red River Radio. And the Twitter account is at RRC Radio. So hit up all the resources there because, I don't know, we're proud of what we do. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not on the radio right now, but we're proud of what our school has accomplished. We want, we want you to hear it. And yeah. uh, we're not the only group doing podcasts. There's six groups of us yeah doing podcasts so listen to everybody else's podcast too i know everybody's doing different stuff there's yeah. going to be lots of exciting conversations going on check out mm-hmm. what people are doing it's going to be awesome yeah support Every- the students yeah <laughs> support us we're just poor little students <laughs> but uh yeah you can find us on itunes you can find us all over the place so yeah hit cool. us up there all we're right ex- we're excited to be back thank you for listening see you next thursday see ya see you next thursday Peace.